Let me just say to the callers who have been uh, waiting for a while, we're going to get to you. I have an, uh, a guest that is an amazing guest and a friend, and not only of Jesse Lee Peterson, but the country, and a guy who has gone through and is going through a lot, but dealing with it like a man. Happy Man History Month. I guess it's Man History Month. I have with me Alex Jones. Alex is here. Isn't that amazing? Founder and host of InfoWars. And I want to talk to Alex about his new book, The Great Reset, Reset, The Great Reset, and The War for the World. Isn't that amazing? The War for the World. And also about his recent court issue he's dealing with. Alex, thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate it. Jesse, it's always good to see you. I watch the show all the time. I also watch you on Owen, and God bless you. Thank you, man. I appreciate you guys having me on there, too, every month. Um, before we get into your book and other issues, what do you think about what happened with the Great White Hope yesterday? Well, we know that this is a sign that we have a deep state run by the Democrats that has seized control of this nation. They're really attempting uh, to demonize Trump before he announces that he's going to be running in 2024. He's already said he's going to announce that he's going to run. He just hasn't announced when he's going to run. So they did this ahead of him announcing. It's completely transparent. And it's the bureaucrats uh, that are trying to claim a president can't have his own presidential documents and somehow can't have this information. Under the law, if it's the president's papers, he can have those papers. That's why we saw it with the Clintons and with LBJ and with Obama and with the Bushes, they build presidential libraries uh, that have that material. I mean, this is the yeah. executive branch headed up by the president. Uh, and, and so they're openly trying to disqualify him from being able to run. And this is what you see when your country becomes a third world nation. Anybody that's read a history book knows that this has happened in countless other nations before. And we're really resembling Venezuela right now. It's very dangerous. Uh, speaking of the world becoming, the country becoming a third world nation, do you believe that America would turn around? Would this get better or would it get worse? Not just America, but all over the world, there are populist movements that are exploding. Uh, people are turning against Hollywood, the corporate media, the liberals. There is a revolution against neoliberal fascism worldwide. That's why they're bringing in the Great Reset through the UN and through Klaus Schwab. That's why they're trying to censor and surveil and suppress and bring in global digital IDs on the back of the vaccine passport that'll be the carbon passport social credit score system for total surveillance and total control. So this is the big mega corporations that fund neoliberalism trying to take the world over right now, trying to take over individual nations and individuals and break up our families to make us more easily controlled. So just as the Romans did this in ancient times, breaking up the families with the enslaved groups, uh, we're being broken up and we're being enslaved by this neoliberal uh, fascist system. And we should all back President Trump. We should all pray for President Trump. But as Trump has said a million times, they're not coming after me. They're coming after you, but they got to get through me first. And that's exactly why they're persecuting myself. They're persecuting Steve Bannon. They're persecuting President Trump. Anybody that stands up for America first, anybody that stands up for sovereignty, anybody that stands up for good, fair trade deals, anybody that stands up against the brainwashing of our children has been marked for destruction. So it's not fun, but at the same time, when you're over the target, you're going to be getting the flack. And so I asked for this. 
And so I actually am very uh, satisfied to be in the middle of the fight, but I'm horrified uh, by how, how far this country's fallen. So, yes, yeah. America and the world's trying to come back. There's a war for the world between the Great Awakening and the Great Reset, and we need God more than ever. We need family yeah. more than ever. We need to come together. We need manhood, womanhood that you preach so powerfully. And if we just rediscover who we really are and, and, and transcend all the identity politics and all the division and brainwashing, we can unify around freedom and God and the family. That's how it really goes is God, family, country. And if we get back to that and rediscover who we are, we're going to win and America's going to come back stronger than ever. But if we don't, if these evil ideologies continue to rot our minds and our souls, we're going to descend into an absolute nightmare. Yeah. Um, I have so many things I want to ask you about. But first, when you first heard the breaking news about these people breaking into the president's home, Donald Trump's home, what was your first thought? Do you remember the, the first thought you had about it? The first thought was this is really next level and they're going to try to indict Trump and they're going to try to outlaw any populist Christian conservative opposition. That's what the January 6th committee is about. That's what the FBI says. The main enemy is white supremacist, even though white supremacism is disgusting but extremely rare. Uh, they're trying to brand all Trump supporters as white supremacist so they can then basically outlaw that and, and, and Biden signed executive orders saying that he'll use the military uh, against the American people. And then they list extremism uh, as anyone that questions elections, anyone that questions forced inoculations or lockdowns. So we can really see where this is going. And they're now announcing new lockdowns they've got planned for right after the midterm elections. Amazing. Um, I want to know a couple of things about you. What's it, I already I pretty much already know. What's important to Alex Jones? What's important to you? That we take the things that our ancestors fought for. Everybody's ancestors that's alive today had people that fought for the basic freedoms and dignity that we have now, and that it's being stolen from us. So I want to try to restore um, the the basic freedoms that we're endowed by our Creator with, and really see my children and grandchildren and their children be able to move into the future together and, and live in a much better world that Dr. Martin Luther King talked about, where we don't look at the color of people's skin uh, or any of that, but the character of what they stand for and who they are. And so I have that same dream that Martin Luther King had, and, 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 and that's really the dream that I want to see for humanity. I want us all to go together into the future, closer to God, stronger, and, and, and better than ever. Amazing. Ever since I've known you, you've been under attack. Just ask the Great White Hope. And, and just major ways, you've been under attack, but they have not been able to stop you. You just, you're like the ever ready, ever ready battery. You just keep going and keep going. What is for other men, because this is Men History Month, what is it about you that keep you going where you, you haven't given up? You don't break down. You don't. You don't seem to be intimidated by the attacks. What is it about you that keep you going? Well, I realize that I'm not perfect and I've made mistakes, but they take those mistakes out of context. They blow them up a thousand times bigger and really try to steal your identity. And so I've got to stay in the fight and, and, and stay vocal because once they completely silence me, they'll then be able to make up any lie they want about me and then use that straw man against the rest of the populace and against the rest of the resistance to tyranny. But I knew a long time ago when I got on air 28 years ago 
that I'd read all these books by globalists and, 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 and top New World Order people, they were really going to try this planetary takeover, this destruction of the family, uh, this making the people poor to make them more controllable. I knew they were really setting that up. And so I knew when I signed up to fight this, there was a good chance I'd get demonized, I'd get sued, I'd get, I might get put in prison or killed. And I've already had folks try to kill me. And it's not because I'm a hero. I, I, for the children and just for who I am, I can't lay down to this. So it's not even an issue of courage. It's not even an issue of perseverance. I actually work too hard sometimes. And, 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 and it's the opposite. I have a drive and a really a, a burning thirst and, and, and hunger. Fire in my mind. Right now it's burning. <laughs> Fire in my belly. Yeah. When I see the drag queen pedophile times, when I see them human smuggling children, when I see them attacking and tearing down our language and our culture and turning us against each other and turning blue cities into giant cesspits that it just, I have a burning desire to correct it. Just like when you see an old lady slip and fall uh, and she's caught crying for help, you have a feeling of wanting to go help her because, because every grandmother is our mother or our grandmother. And it's just the instinct to be a good person. And I don't think that's heroic. I think that's people need to either just flip the switch on and, and be a man or just roll over and, 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 and be yeah. unhappy. But I'm so happy when I'm doing the right thing that my guts, my soul just wants to do it more. Uh, and so it's really not hard at all. In fact, it, it's, it's impossible for me to give up or back down. I just, I just can't do it. Amazing. And so, um, oh, I want to ask you this about the Republican Party. I see, and I could be wrong, but I see that we have a one-party system now that the rhino Republicans are no different than the Democrats, and they're not going to support the great white hope. They're, they never supported Donald Trump. Am I wrong in saying that we have a one-party system instead of a two-party system now? Well, that's exactly the problem, and that's why the bureaucracy and the Republican rhino leadership and the Democrat satanic leadership are two birds of, of this, are two wings on the same bird. And Trump was a populist, hardworking focal point of Americans that just want American dream back yeah. and freedom of every race, color, and creed, because we're all one race that bleed red blood and love God. There's those of us that love God and those of us that love evil. And so Trump led a beachhead into the Republican Party and has been getting all these great people elected that actually threatens that one-party unistate or that uniparty you're talking about. And that's why the deep state's so scared because Trump and, and, and talk show hosts like yourself and authors like yourself, thought leaders like yourself, are helping lead everybody out of Egypt to back to the promised land that our country was supposed to be. And, and so that's why they're so scared is that we are winning hearts and minds. We're winning the culture war. So when they start losing the, the, the chess game, or the card game, they just want to turn the table over. And so we're in the process of them turning the table over right now because we are persevering. We have the truth on our side. The average person, no matter where they come from or what color they are, has a yearning for justice and freedom yeah. and a chance to lead their own life. And no matter how much gaslighting the corporate dying media, the dinosaur media, tries to demoralize us and break our will, once people figure out that they're trying to break our will, once they're figuring out they're trying to confuse us and turn us against each other, People like come out of this like out of a trance and man, are they upset and man, are they ready to take action? And I see it happening. I, I, I live here in Austin because my family's from here. 
but it's basically worse than San Francisco now. But all these mainline liberals, all these people that have been brainwashed across the border calling me and walking up to me and p people I've known for years are saying, you're right, I was wrong. The Democratic Party's pure evil. And so there's a real awakening and that's why we see the panicked SWAT teaming with over 100 officers and armored vehicles at Mar-a-Lago with men with machine guns pointing them at Trump's staff as if they were going to try to stop him yeah. ransacking his private home. Uh, so this is very dangerous. Amazing. Um, I, I don't know how much you can talk about this suit thing that you're going through right now or uh, if you even want to talk about it. I'm more than happy to talk about it. Um, tell the folks how that came about, why, and what it, what's going to happen with that. Okay, here's what happened. <clears throat> Ten years ago, a th crazy 13-year-old who the police had already visited for years threatened to shoot up schools, his mother bought him a AR-15 legally. She bought it. He had it illegally. He went and shot her in the head and went to school and killed a bunch of people, including little kids. I early on thought it happened. A few years later, I only covered it in their exhibits against me in the defamation suits, like 24 minutes over over the six years before they sued me four years ago. But they, they misrepresented it and said that I attacked the families, that I stalked people. I, I did none of this. N none of that's true. <clears throat> so Hillary in 2016, the last two months of the election, ran 30 plus million dollars of ads against Trump using edited tapes of me questioning uh, what happened in, in Sandy Hook, Connecticut. And so they made me the Sandy Hook guy instead of the populist pro-America leader. No, no, he's the guy that, you know, doubts a mass shooting happened. Well, the mayor of Uvalde says there's a cover-up. The head of the state police in Texas has testified to the legislature. They believe there's a total cover-up, don't know what happened. We're not saying kids didn't die. The police stood down for 77 minutes. And a bunch of weirdness happened. So we had questions then. We have questions now. Um, you know, we had this white supremacist. It's rare, but it happens. Go into a mainly black uh, grocery store and kill a bunch of people. And I said, this looks suspicious. Let's see if any feds were connected to him. Turns out for two years, he had a federal agent handling him and basically manipulating him. That came out even in the Wall Street Journal. So they don't want us questioning big events like Jesse Smollett. They don't want us questioning, uh, you know, big events that can be used, whether they happened or not, as a pretext for control. So they sued me twice in Austin and once in Connecticut the big law firm that openly bankrupted Remington, that's suing all the gun manufacturers. They got us in, and the judge ordered total discovery in Texas and in Connecticut, two judges, big liberal judges. And so we gave them everything, our emails, text messages, everything. And they said, that's not enough. We know there's more. And so the judges defaulted me. The judges said in both states, you are now guilty. We say you're guilty. Well, defaults if somebody doesn't even show up for depositions or trial. We, I showed up for more than 13, 14 depositions, four years of litigation. And <clears throat> when they didn't have a case, they said, you're guilty. So the first of three trials just, just ended last Friday. You are guilty. So the judge told the jury 20-something times in front of me, he is guilty. You're going to decide how guilty he is. And they got up there and the parents cried, even though I'd never said their names until I was in court. Never even said their names, even know who they were, until recently when the suit started. And so I'm sitting there with them misrepresenting what I said, misrepresenting what I did. The judge says I'm guilty. And so it's capped at, at 5.6 million. So it's not yeah. 49 million like they're saying under Texas statute. But that doesn't matter because I don't have a million extra dollars myself. 
My company's got a couple million in it, but with much crew and bills as I have, we're in bankruptcy right now. Uh, but it, it, here's the key part. When they went to the punitive phase last Friday, the judge said, Alex Jones isn't allowed to testify. You're not allowed to put on your, 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 your net worth. I'm in bankruptcy with sworn federal statements down to the penny of, of what I've got, okay, what the company's got, all of it. And I had lawyers do a sworn statement of my four bank accounts uh, and, and everything I've got and the, and, and the three pieces of property, you know, my house and a couple pieces of property. All of it was put up there, less than $5 million of net worth so that they could, because you're supposed to then have a judgment. She's already told them I'm guilty, guilty until proven guilty, off of that. Instead, they put an economist up who knows nothing about me who says he made $70 million he kept last year, and he's got $260 million in the bank. Yeah. And then their lawyers got up and said, Mr. Jones didn't put on evidence to the jury. Mr. Jones didn't have any evidence. What we said is true. So the judge didn't let me put evidence on, but then let them use all the twisted evidence against us, then didn't let us respond, and then let the, the plaintiff's lawyers tell the jury he doesn't have any evidence, he didn't put evidence on because he doesn't have evidence. They weren't in the room when the judge barred us from being able to testify. So this is beyond a railroad, beyond a kangaroo court, beyond a, a star chamber. This, uh, even mainline lawyers are saying, is the death of the judicial process in these blue cities. Yeah. J just like Steve Bannon couldn't even question when he was convicted in D.C. of, of uh, contempt of Congress, Three weeks ago, right. he couldn't he couldn't cross examine the witnesses against him. You're supposed to be able to confront the witnesses against you in the Constitution. So the Democrats are just tearing up the Constitution publicly and throwing it in the toilet. Amazing, man. So is the trial over now? Do you have to go back to court? Is it done? <clears throat> That's round one. They they filed two lawsuits in Texas because they got a bunch of parents. Two lawsuits in Texas. So first. This is a three-round fight, or like wrestling or, 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 or MMA. The first trial's over. The second trial starts in a month and a half in Austin, same judge. And then after that, there's one in Connecticut that's going to last eight weeks. The trials in Texas are two weeks. There's an eight-week trial in Connecticut uh, with, with, with something like 16 plaintiffs, including an FBI agent who I never even said his name. Under Connecticut and Texas law, you can't sue somebody if they never said your name. That's how crazy this is. Amazing, man. I definitely wish you well through all this. The it's been reported that the judge is a far-left liberal kind of a judge, Democrat or whatever. Can you ask for a different judge? We have been trying to do that. And, and any lawyer we have on the case, she starts sanctioning. Before she even... When she did the default judgment, she has she has fined me something like $1.4 million in the last few years of this case. So look, this is this is Venezuela on steroids. This is this is Cuba on steroids. This is Nazi Germany. I mean, you cannot make it up. And listen, they they could set me up, put me in prison. They could they could shoot me. I'm not going to stop because they're coming after our children. And as a man, I've got to stand up for the unborn. As a man, I've got to stand up against this tyranny. So people ask, how am I handling it? 
I'm more freaked out about them raiding Trump than what's happening to me. I'm more freaked out about the Senate admitting thousands of children a month are being smuggled for sex across the border and nobody's helping them. I'm more freaked out about 50 poor illegal aliens because they couldn't pay a ransom, locked up in 100-degree temperature, dying in a tractor trailer a few weeks ago. I'm more worried about us going to war with Russia. I'm more worried about the total state of the country. On a scale of 1 to 10, what's happening to the world and all the craziness to all of us is, is a 10, and what's happening to Alex Jones is a 2. But it's important because if they can take us off air, then we don't have the ability to expose all the real issues. Yeah. And, and so that's why this is so scary. But people can find what we're really doing at Infowars.com, Infowars.com forward slash show, and band.video. Since we were kicked off YouTube and everywhere else four years ago, we have our own video servers, our own forbidden films, everything at band.video. And, and Jesse, we also have the Great Reset, as you said, the War for the World. This is the Death Star plans. This is the blueprint of the globalist takeover. It is filled with their quotes and documents. Everything I say in this book, we back up. And, and, and I, Steve Bannon read it, and he said this is the most important book since the books written during the Revolutionary War. And he said that, not me. But the only reason it is, is it's almost all just their statements. Yeah. And and so it's 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 extremely powerful. It's now number nine bestseller in the world at Amazon.com. We want to push it to number one, Amazon.com, the great reset in the war for the world. It'll be a major political statement if this book goes to number one. So in the words of John Paul Jones, the founder of the U.S. Navy, when he had a ship one-third the size and less than half the men battling this big British uh, uh, gunboat, gunship, you know, that had, again, three times the guns they had, this big galleon they're fighting, and they started to sink, and they hailed across with their bullhorn and said, are you ready to give up? And John Paul Jones said, I've only begun to fight, and they rammed their boat into it, and they climbed on board while his ship sunk, and they took over that ship. And so I will take the words of John Paul Jones and say this, I have only begun to fight. I am more empowered, more supercharged than ever because we've been vindicated. All this evil's out in the open. When they try to demonize you or me or anybody else, more and more people aren't buying it. And, yeah. and, and so, you know, I do the right thing even if we didn't have any hope. But we have a lot of hope here, and so I'm just extremely blessed to see the light at the end of the tunnel and see victory maybe while we're still alive against this, Jesse. Amazing. You know, you said something in the uh, Great Reset that really was interesting to me. I hadn't thought about is that the, this is about the big companies, big businesses and governments and things like that. It's all about money and power. How much money and power do they need when they before they know they have enough? And once they get all the money and power they think they want, will they, they will ever let go of the people. They, they, how much money and power do they need? Well, these big mega banks that control everything through fractional reserve banking are able to buy up the world. They have quadrillions, and, and they're, def, they're inflating the currency to actually devalue those of us that live on a fixed income or, or you know, live on a paycheck. But they can use the unlimited money. The inflation doesn't hurt them because they just print more. So they get the first use of the money, and they pass on the debt and inflation to us. And with the globalists, they really are evil. And they want to end the family. They want to uh, emasculate men. They want to conquer humanity. Yeah. They call it the final revolution, so no one can ever resist them. And so this is a takeover of the human species. So the money and power is 
about power. They want the money and power so they can control every facet of our lives. They're transhumanist, and that's what the Great Reset War for the World covers. Alan, uh, this guy, George Soros, he is now helping to destroy America. Why is the, and he's done it around the world to other Western countries for sure. Why, why is American, America allowing that to happen? One man, I, I, I guess it's more than one, but why are they allowing George Soros to do what he's doing to the country? Well, that's right. That, when I was growing up, a little kid, my mom would watch the nightly news. She had a little color TV in the kitchen, and she always cooked a big dinner. And so I'd be sitting in there waiting for dinner and stealing a biscuit or, you know, carrot or whatever, <laughs> watching a television. And she would, you know, be watching the news. And George Soros was a criminal then. George Soros was a supervillain who was known for trying to crash the pound and stealing British pension funds and stealing pension funds in Western Europe. And he brought down over 20 countries. But then he came back with those hundreds of billions of stolen money, and he, and he basically bought up the media, and he spent $40 billion the last 10 years buying up attorney generals and district attorneys and county attorneys. He has almost every major city under his control. He got this judge in that, that's persecuting me. He got the district attorney in. And so this is happening everywhere, and he literally is a James Bond villain, uh, and... He has done this to so many countries, and, and everybody's intimidated by him. If you speak out against him, he finances lawsuits against you. So the fact that Tucker Carlson's come out against him, the fact that Governor DeSantis has come out against him, that's hitting on the real central kind of zeitgeist or, or central pillar. So there's a lot of these evil globalists, but man, imagine his specialty is crashing currencies and stealing old people's pension funds. Right. That's amazing uh, to me. I mean, you couldn't come up with a more evil profile. And, and then, of course, you know, he famously bragged on 60 Minutes and on NPR that the best time of his life was in Eastern Europe as a teenager helping his uncle or his uh, godfather go around and round up his fellow Jews. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Amazing. Um, Alice, let me take a quick break. When I come back, I want you to tell the folks how to get the book and any other thing that you want to put out there. And also, I want to ask you about Texas becoming blue. Do you believe that's going to happen? I'll be back, folks, right after this short break. Back in a moment. 888-77-JESSE. Talking to Alex Jones, founder and host of Infowars.com. And his brand new book, The Great Reset, The Great Reset, and the War for the World, the War for the World, and um, amazing guy, amazing. Um, Alex, do you believe that Texas will become blue eventually? Yes, Jesse, I do. People don't want them in power, but once they get control, it's over. And they are bringing in millions and millions and millions of illegal aliens. Yeah. Uh, I believe the state is only a few, year, few years away from being blue. And, I mean, Ted Cruz barely beat Beto O'Rourke. And, of course, I couldn't find anybody, uh, you know, that really v voted for Beto. So that's really w what they're doing is we've had a one-party state with the Republicans working with the Democrats. But now the Democrats are just getting rid of the Republicans altogether and creating a mono state. 
it is extremely dangerous. So uh, Republicans are moving from liberal states to, to quote-unquote conservative states, and that's why a lot of Republicans moved to conservatives, moved to Texas. Now they move to Florida. But if, if nothing is going to change, if they're going to turn those states into uh, uh, liberal blue states, what's the purpose of moving away from one state to another one if the same thing is going to happen? Well, that's right. Wherever conservatives and Christians go, there's incredible prosperity. The problem is, like locusts, the leftists then follow you to where yeah. you're at, and then, and then they're corrupt. They get in, they get the county clerks in, and then they start stealing elections. I mean, here's an example. Take Rwanda. There was a, a Christian tribe that was less than 10% of the population, but because they were Christian for 200 years, they had over 90% of the wealth and incredible success because they had Christianity. Just like Europe, you know, thousands of years ago was just as barbarous as Africa and, and acted just the same because they didn't have Jesus. As soon as Europe got Jesus, Europe began to develop what it is today. Same thing, everywhere in Africa where there are Christians, they're extremely wealthy and successful. The problem is the UN in Rwanda under Clinton sent in the animist, which were you know, basically the pagan blacks, to kill the Christian blacks and take their property. And so it, it, it's the same paradigm. You have the godless, whether they be white, black, Hispanic, it doesn't matter, who follow this satanic template who are waging war against Christians. So whether people want to believe it's, you know, God and devil's real, that's how it's shaken out right now. And that's the issue with Blue Cities is they are satanic bases. And, I'm, and I don't have the money to move our studios, but yeah. I got to get out of this jurisdiction. So I've told the crew... Uh, that we, we have to move into smaller studios or whatever soon. I got to get out of here. You know, even though my family's been here since the 1820s, I got to get out of here. So I understand people fleeing liberal areas, but I respect what you've done staying and I'm trying to change them. But when the jurisdiction's after you, sometimes you got to get out of town. So uh, I, I, I'm, I'm going to move somewhere to a red county uh, so that they don't have these rigged juries. Uh, but uh, it, it's a paradox. I agree we should try to stay if we can, and fix it. Uh, but sometimes, strategically, you just got to pull up stakes. So what would you, and I totally understand that because it's so bad out here in L.A. now that we may have to move as well, and I didn't want to, but like we're going to have to. What's the solution then for Florida and, and the red state? What would you say to the people to prevent this from happening, turning it blue? Is there anything they can do? The real brainwashing is happening in the elementary schools, both public and private. It, it's, it's happening in universities. It's happening everywhere. We need everybody to not put up with liberal ideology. If it's going on in a school, pull your kid out. Homeschool them. If it's happening at the PTA, get involved. If good people will all just start going and speaking at city council, and if good people will just go speak at the PTA, and if they'll just go to church, and they'll spend more time with their children, uh, if they will be parents and not let the state you know yeah. be parents yeah then that's that's really where we're going to be able to rebuild and we need conservatives and populists and christians and nationalists to stop being pushed around when the left tries to push us around we got to get in their face and and just tell them listen you are a slave you are part of a system that's hurting you as well and i'm not going to bow to you we have to stop following the political correctness we have to stop letting them be the moral authority they're the yeah. opposite of the moral authority I totally agree. My biblical question this week is, do you fear evil? Do you fear evil? I fear not standing up against evil, and I fear God. 
And when I talk about being a God-fearing person, a lot of people that don't fear God don't know what that means. I fear being cut off from God. I, I fear not having the Holy Spirit when, when my conscience says I'm doing the right thing. That's the most powerful thing in my life. You know, it's beyond a drug. It's what drives me. And so I don't want to say I fear evil because the Bible tells us fear not he who can kill your body, but he who can kill your soul. Yeah. Uh, but, but, but I fear my weakness not being able to stop evil, but I realize I am weak only through Christ to my strong. So I have to remember as a man, I keep wanting to beat it myself and getting upset and angry with myself. And I, every time I just got to go, God, I give it to you. Please help me be strong. Then that peace comes and I'm a lot stronger, but I got to remind myself every moment not to let them get me mad, not to let them get me discouraged and just realize God's in control. But and when I'm telling viewers that, I'm not lecturing you, I'm lecturing myself. When I'm pointing at you, I got three fingers pointed back at me. Yeah. I constantly have to catch myself when I want to wring one of these people's necks or I get mad that I'm not <laughs> strong enough. I got to say, hey, you bet you're not strong enough. God's what's strong. And you got to call on God. Yeah, that's for sure. The uh, Great Recess, amazing book, by the way. Uh, the Great Reset and the War, war for the World. How can people get in uh, whatever else you want to put out, other information that we all can help you there? So how can they do well, that? Well, thank you, Jesse. I just want folks to know that InfoWars is still on the air, but the only place to find it is on talk radio stations and InfoWars.com and Band.video. And we don't get a lot of money on the sale from Amazon, but I don't care. I want to send it to, to number one on Amazon. It's number nine right now, The Great Reset and the War for the World, and it helps keep us on air. You can also buy a signed copy at InfoWarsStore.com uh, and you know, follow the links at, at InfoWars. But this book really is special. And <clears throat> we took all this deep research and all their quotes and all their documents, and it was really easy to read, uh, I, mean, I mean, easy to write, because they just are bragging about, I mean, yeah. Klaus Schwab in here, the head of the WEF, he says, we control your governments, and we're going to take everything you got, and you're going to like it. And we're going to take beef away from you. And we're going to break up families. And we're not going to let people live in single-family dwellings. And we're going to make you stay in 200-square-foot apartments. And you're going to love it. Well, you know what? I'm not going to love eating the bugs. And you, you see them all over the world taking the cows away in the Netherlands. I mean, I mean, yeah. they're not playing games. When people hear stuff like, we're going to eat bugs, and we're not going to have beef, and we're not going to have cars, I mean, they mean business, folks. They are, they are engaged in the designed, controlled demolition of the Western world because they don't want people in the third world aspiring to live like Americans or others. Remember Obama, before he left office uh, in uh, 2015, he traveled to Africa. Anybody can pull up the clip, type in. They, they, they try to suppress it, but it's still on YouTube. Obama tells Africans they can't have cars or air conditioning. And he went and was speaking to a university in Africa, and he said, the earth's going to heat up and burn up, and the oceans are going to rise. If you have a car or air conditioning, sorry, you can't have one. Meanwhile, that same year, he bought a 20-something million dollar estate at one foot at sea level, one foot above sea level at Martha's Vineyard, and he also has one at, uh, about two feet above sea level in Hawaii. Yeah. The, the, the truth is the ocean hasn't risen the last 100 years any. The truth is the ice caps are bigger than they ever were. The truth is all these globalists fly into Davos on their big private jets, and they all live on big estates and have carbon footprints hundreds of times what an average family is, but they shake their fingers at us and tell us we're bad, so we'll roll over and be slaves and be poor while they live like kings. That's what the Great Reset is. 
is their criminal action against us in this book, The Great Reset and the War for the World, is the blueprint to their operation and how to peacefully stop it. Amazing. Speaking of Obama, then I have to run here, but speaking of the Father Messiah, I don't have any proof yet, but I don't believe Joe Biden is running the government. Joe Biden reminded me of my my father aspired of Alzheimer's. I don't know if Joe Biden has it or not. I haven't seen the medical record or heard. But my father were acting just like Joe Biden when he first started to develop that, and he eventually died of it. Uh, do you believe that Obama is behind the government? It feels like Obama's government. Do you believe or who's <coughs> running the government right now? <coughs> well, Jesse, we know. Remember when Trump first got in, uh, in 2017, Obama, a mile from the White House, got this big giant compound and moved in all his former staff. And so he had all the bureaucrats, the deep states, still in charge, blocking Trump for four years. And so, yes, Obama, uh, unlike Biden and you know, unlike some of these other puppet presidents like George W. Bush, he actually is super smart and is actually high-level calling shots and running things for the global elite. So he actually was elected the first two times, and we are seeing the third administration, the unelected administration of Barack Hussein Obama, and Joe Biden's just a puppet that'll take the blame yeah. for all the policies designed to sink this country and to bring us under their control. So very, very astute points. And please come on my show very, very soon, sir, and God bless you. I will. Alex, thank you so much, man. I wish you well, and don't give up. Stay with it, stay with it, stay with it. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right. God bless you, man. And thank you. Alex Jones, founder and host of Infowar.com. Brand new book, The Great Reset. Great Reset and the War for the World. Thank you, Alex. I appreciate it. Amazing.